every time we do them And sometimes it's like a month apart Sometimes it's six months We are random, we are useless But sometimes useful And this is number 31 What are we gonna do when it comes to making number 32? Is it two months away? Is it a month away? Or is it a month of May's? Here we go again on the number 31. 31. We love you, 31. We expect you, 31. We attribute you. We use big words in our songs And we like 31 Like we like 32 But it's 31 And we like 33 But we're 31 We're not wishing time away Today That was better Because <laughs> we, we tried them before And it was crap it? <laughs> We actually had to stop and start again For the first oh time Oh my god <laughs> That first one was <laughs> Crap <laughs> Have you still got it recorded? Uh, maybe perhaps we can pass on to do it as a bonus. Can we delete it? Can we delete it now? It was a disaster. Even that one was pretty atrocious on my part for lyrically. Oh, have you have you heard Harry? Harry Young has done a remix. Oh, of can our, we put our, that on someone? All right, it's on it's on our Instagram channel. But it I'll, I'll made play, me laugh. But perhaps so I'll take it on the end because he took our obviously massively improvised and not very well planned out song and turned it into something that sounded like we've been, been spending months rehearsing it. Yeah. <laughs> He rocked it with some drums and some distortion. Yeah. It's awesome. He's a good man. He's a good man. We should get him back on. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. It was, it was good. Course. It was like. Um, so how are you? You good? I am good. I am good. I um I can't remember how long it's been again. We had 30, which was the one you and I did. And then this, as we've just found out, this is 31. So I'm just realizing I'm sat at the side of the screen. I'm not very good at this visual thing. No, I know. I've just been looking. Um, People are looking at my ears. Like that? Yeah, I'm there. Oh, God. There we go. There we go. It's better. Oh, I'm really better. old. Got headphone hair as well. There but, we um, yeah, this we um we got a good one tonight. Yes. We're lucky. And once again, it's thanks to yourself with the Water Bear connection. Yeah, well, thanks to, I mean, thanks to Jody at Water Bear. Jody, who um, runs all the events and everything. Um, One of the, I mean, I, I love working there for many reasons, but one of the, one of the reasons is, Jody will just say to me, oh, by the way, next week we've got this person coming in. No, <laughs> you're you're going to get to meet them and chat to them. And it was the case back in late November, early December that Liv Thompson came in. Um, and Liv is um, is currently the the bass player for Ray. For Ray, Ray yeah. And I'm sure everyone knows who Ray is because Ray is huge at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's also played for Becky Hill. It's also played for Little Mix. It's just been on a tour with Ray supporting Lewis Capaldi. Like, it's a big deal. It's big. That's, yeah. that's a job a lot of bass players she, would she's at the top of the tree. The aspire moment. to. You know what I mean? And cool, cool music as well. Nice. Yeah. For bass, you know what I mean? Good bass playing. Oh yeah, yeah. The gig she does, um, are very like like Ray's very bass centric. She has like almost like a big band setup. So there's a whole horn section and everything. Ray's Madness. at the front giving it. A, it's quite like a. I don't want to say retro, but it's kind of, it's um it's harking back to those years of the big band, but with a very fresh, fresh, fresh vibe, approach. modern approach. So you can imagine that the bass player is is right the oh, right in the middle of all that and bringing it all together and lives such a great bass player. That it's, it's and she's got great. a great story. Got a great story. Yes. Which we're about to find out. Is that our segue? 
Well, we could do. Or do you want to talk some more? I don't mind. <laughs> I don't, do people listen to us? Or I don't know. <laughs> That's what I often wonder with these things. <laughs> I've been, um, I got no news. I've just been, um, <laughs> my daughter had a birthday yesterday, which was fantastic. Was it yesterday? Yeah, Happy we had birthday. a little, yeah, she was lovely. She How was, she was awesome. She's three already. Yeah, that's amazing. And she was, I was so pleased how gracious she was all day, saying thank you to everyone for the presents and all this. And she played nicely. She had a tiny little meltdown in the middle of the day. Cool. And then she had a mother of all meltdowns right at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, we were, it was like, Can I ask what's I was just, meltdown? Um, no, well, nothing in particular. Just <laughs> tiredness. The, you know, everyone who's had children would know this, obviously. I'm late to the pie, but it's... um. But it was just lovely. It's wonderful. No, it was lovely. Well, it's Happy birthday, Mava. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> now, that's my news. Cool. Um, musical news. None, really. I've been trying to write more again. Good. Um, I've, I'm going between the acoustic and bass quite a lot. and um, <sighs> But, um, yeah, I'm struggling through still. Slow. Yeah. Slow. One, but, day, um, one day we'll get to hear it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Is that certainly. day creeping closer? <sighs> yeah. Creeping. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> creeping with like. Well, this is episode thirty-one. I'm going to lay down the gauntlet of by episode forty-five. Episode sixty-two. Which our rate is in seven years' time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have three songs by then. <laughs> but um, no, the process. They, they always say that the the, the journey is uh, better than the destination, and I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am traveling around the world at this rate. <laughs> but anyway, no, well, the bits you showed me sound great. So yeah, it's, it's good. good. I'm getting some tones in and all that sort of stuff, and, and working it out in my head, cool. and just and I'm trying to do quality over sort of quantity so i'm stripping away the wheat no the chaff and getting to the wheat yes for one of a better phrase but anyway moving on what about yourself you've been busy, busy yeah i played in eastbourne in the torrential weather oh yes today. it's one of those where you keep moving your pedal board further away from the edge of the stage <laughs> just to try and gather and then you realize that the whole stage is just wet it's it doesn't wet. matter where you is put it, it. yeah you are going to we, we had a good 300 people come out and watch us. There was umbrellas and Kagools and Max and oh, good on and them. Rain and That's uh, good. Yeah, but people were loving it. And then we were playing the Chorley Flower Show. Ooh. And Chorley is between like Manchester and Blackpool. That's a drive. And Liverpool and Blackpool, so it's up From there. where we are. There, which is good. So that, that's quite a big one as well. And yeah, it's all going well. It's Brilliant. Busy. Brilliant. Busy, busy, busy. That's good. I've got nothing. I've got nothing coming up. We've got nothing. Else. So let's just let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Let's, let's right. introduce her. Can you make the segue noise? I don't know. Okay, over to Liv. <laughs> so, um, massive welcome to our wonderful guest today, Liv Thompson. How are you doing, Liv? You well? Yeah, I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. Good. I'm well. Good. Um, and we've met before, of course, when mm-hmm. you came to uh, when you came to Waterford back in December or November, December, and uh, treated our students to. Um, kind of a history of being a pop bass player and how you got into the career and all that kind of stuff, which I'm very keen to get into again because I found it fascinating. Um, but you haven't met, yet met Carl, apart from my little chat we just did where I introduced you to Carl. But yeah, yeah. I'll introduce you again. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, I'm going to fire in with a, stro- a question straight away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you do a lot of stuff for Water Bear with like Zoom and stuff like this. Yeah. How does that differ between... Because you were there in person. That's mm-hmm. the much. Yeah. Did you feel any pressure at all? No, you can't do it after playing the shows you played. No, definitely. <laughs> it was, no, I felt a lot of pressure, actually. Oh, that was you? very, very nerve wracking. <laughs> you didn't, well, you yeah. didn't see me. You seemed very relaxed. 
I played, oh, a, glass, I played a Glastonbury <laughs> to whatever, however many thousand, <laughs> but nine people in the room learning. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was scary. It was so great, though. It's always nerve-wracking talking, I think. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be at the back. That feels less nerve-wracking, like doing thing at the back. But to talk is is scary. But it was great. I had a great time. It's a great college. It's a really great college, and the course looks amazing. It's really, yeah. really special. Really yeah, special. It's, um, I, obviously, I am biased, but um, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a great vibe. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think you feel it when you walk in that everyone's just like happy and keen to learn and grateful you're there mm-hmm. and just. Um, How many students in the room? Um, most was maybe, I would say maybe six. Six, mm. yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. And it was great because Liv, Liv played for us. You, yeah. It was a ray track, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was great. So you like, saw it like within feet. That's, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm most And you're going Glastonbury, about. you're like three quarters of a mile away. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's if you're lucky and you've queued yeah. for two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So... Carrot, so tell me more about it. What you did? You did like you did like a, like a seminar, was it? Like it just a uh, this is yeah, how so I, this is how I got to where I am now. And do you mind doing a bit yeah, of now? Or? Sure, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So um I basically was chatting to them about how I um started playing, um, went to music college and kind of how it progressed from there. Um so I started playing bass at about 15. Um my dad's a big music fan. Yeah. Um so a lot of his records playing. Um, I played the flute through school, so it was I quite often, a musical often, school. Yeah, I often ask that: was is the is the bass style like the first instrument you pick up, or is there some prior? Actually, usually, usually it isn't, isn't it? No, very well, often you, it you isn't. Was, right? Uh, I played guitar for a little while, but then my mate noticed I was doing air bass at a club, <laughs> <laughs> so he took the guitar off me and said, "Yeah, that's what you need." Well, usually, usually bass players come to it after, after yeah. another instrument, which is interesting, yeah. I think. And you say I that. went completely opposite. Um, started with flute. <laughs> just yeah, went completely yeah. opposite direction. Yeah. That's cool. And what attracted you to the bass then? It, it was it was quite random and kind of by accident, really. Um, my mum thought it would be quite cool. Um, She's so right. I just kind of went with it. Yeah, she was <laughs> definitely right. It was oh. a very good decision. So did you want, Yeah, so kind of went with it. What was your mum's reasoning for the, for the bass? Why did she? Why did she She's a music point? fan as well. Okay. Um, I can't, I think I'd got to the end of my flute grades in like 15-ish. So I had a few years left at school. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might be cool to pick up something else. And I wasn't really interested in classical music. It never really spoke to me, to be honest. Um, I'd studied it, but it never, never spoke to me. Um, no. And I like the music that they listen to, so she just thought it'd be really cool. And can instead I of ask, going guitar, you know, yeah. we'll go for bass instead. Can I ask what that music was? Oh, like so much. Um, my dad loves Led Zeppelin. That was a big one. Massive. Oh. Um, like REM. <laughs> he had a, a cassette tape that he'd play when he came to pick me up from school. Of He listens to the same songs. Like the same 100 songs, like every every day. At least it's 100 and not like eight. Well, yeah, that's true. I only heard the first, I mean, the journey from school to home was like 20 minutes. So I heard the same, like, oh, okay. So you've heard songs. You've heard Kashmir like a million times. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was um, some Led Zeppelin tunes. I can't remember which, but there was Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division every single day. Brilliant. And then like REM. Yeah. Um, some other people. So I just heard those exact same songs every day for however long. 
from being like eight to eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> very, very bassy songs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Led Zeppelin's full of bass, and Novotel's yeah, yeah. part is basically a bass seller, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was another one um, by Mr. Big. Oh, what's the tune called? It has like oh. a ridiculous like oh, bass God. section in it. Oh, is but, it not the one that's played with a screwdriver, is it? Or a drill, the drill song? Oh, I don't know. Um, let me see. Mr. Hang on, Big. what is it? Oh, I need to know now. I would always be for you. <laughs> oh, it's Mr. Big by Free. Oh, that's amazing. Ah, the, yeah. So listen yeah, to that like, every yeah. day. That's great. I was. <laughs> yeah, um, so fell into it. I, my dad was status quo. Mm-hmm. He loved status quo. My mum was uh, Abba and the Carpenters. I thought your dad was Eagles. I only liked Eagles like that, but Quo was mostly what I remember from a young, young kid. You know what I mean? We're yeah. talking like, you know, pre-teens. But yeah. yeah, it sticks with you. It really, it really it does. Really sticks with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was like where the passion was for me in like music mm-hmm. like that. Um, it. So it made sense to play guitar or bass, but my mum thought it would be cooler to do bass. It's yeah, just good, cool. something a bit different um, yeah. rather than just going straight in with guitar. There were a few guitar players at school, but there were no bass players. Uh, so that worked woman, well. <laughs> yeah. She saw, she saw <laughs> the need and then pl- plugged the need with that, with that child. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's awesome. So what age did you first pick that up, you said? Sorry. Um, maybe 14, actually. Yeah. 14, 15. Um, was straight it was lessons? unfortunate. Yeah, it, it was quite unfortunate because it wasn't particularly encouraged at the school that I was at. It was very like yeah. classical based and it was very much like pushed aside. Um, but there was a great guitar teacher at the school that really helped. Um, he really pushed me, helped me find some work um, a couple of years later with a function oh, band like locally. So if it wasn't for him, then it probably wouldn't have happened because it, it was very much pushed aside. Yeah. There was just no interest with it and kind of when I was applying for unis, it was very much like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why? Why are you doing that? That is getting better, um, but you still hear that yeah. story, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It's unfortunate. A lot of people that I know and that I've spoken to had um, really good mentors growing up, even with, like, teachers. So it's good that it's it's coming less common. But, yeah, unfortunately for me. <laughs> but mm. there was that one guitar teacher that really, like, made it happen for me, which is great. That's awesome. You are um, you still in touch yeah. with him? Uh, yes, yeah, oh, so not as much. He, so he not knows as much, that yeah. you are now. Yeah, yeah, we we you know, still chat. I need to, yeah, I need to go watch him do a show sometime. I mean, I've moved away from my hometown now, uh, but yeah, we keep in touch. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's great. great. Yeah, I bet he's super proud. Yeah, because that's a good, <laughs> that's a good achievement. For you and for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, you know yeah. I mean? so. he was amazing. Um, it, but he put on concerts at the school. So he was really he, doing the bit to, yeah. So did, did he have additional sort of influence on your playing, obviously, but did he have like musical influence? Did he in, introduce yeah. you to different bands? Did you, you know, when did you start? Well, he was a guitar player, but he also played bass really well, but he was mainly guitar player. Um, he introduced me to like Mark King. Yeah. He was like that. Yeah. <laughs> so really good. Yeah. Really good influences. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. cool. That's cool. That's cool. No. That's cool. And then, um, so you mentioned a function band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he. What age, um, did, what age did you join that? I think maybe 16 and then carried it on through uni, actually. But um, my guitar teacher put me in touch. They were some of his friends locally. There's not too many bass players locally. Um, in the function bands, it's kind of when you're in them, you're in them. There's not really like depping things because there's not enough people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
so one guy like moved away and, and they needed a bass player. They were like gigging regularly, maybe like two times a week or at least once a week on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that wow. was amazing. Yeah. That's, so yeah, he put the, me in touch. It's quite the start, isn't it? It's quite, I mean, yeah. the deep end, gigging all the time and learning all the songs. Yeah, and it's absolutely. Not just, um, it's not just how to play the bass you learn with that. It's how to be a gigging musician. It's all the stuff 100%. that comes, comes with it, isn't it? Being on stage. Yeah. Um, the... Like even fitting everything in your car, which is yeah. what I still struggle with. <laughs> car, <laughs> card based Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily for me, I wasn't driving then. They they would pick me up. He had like a van, oh, so I didn't learn perfect. the Tetris oh, till later. But... That's it. Should have stuck, <laughs> yeah, that was stuck so with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 35 and I still don't know how to drive, so you've got to pick me up. Yeah. That's the I guess it's not it. too bad for bass. I guess it's worse for drummers. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, various no, other things, but how, with an amp, however, it's if you'd great. stuck with the flute, you would have been quitting. Yeah, <laughs> just, just <keep> it <laughs> that's <in> true. <laughs> no, so, what kind true. of venues were you playing? Well, the the first gig we ever did was like um, a working men's pub type thing. So we you did were, some you pubs. Were 15, 16, were you? Yeah, I think oh, sixteen. Wow. Yeah, okay, wow. um, yeah, and it was Haven, like holiday camps, weddings. Oh, yeah. Like stuff like that, but that was so great to do every weekend, pretty much from that's being cut, sixteen. That was amazing. That's proper cutting teeth, isn't it? That's like yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And yeah, what, it was brilliant. What genre was it? Sort of uh, just the classic standard yeah, tunes it, that all sort of covers bands play, or did you get some nice? Yeah, stuff in there it, it was the same. <laughs> it was the same set, so it was like a seventies moment and then some 80s stuff yeah Beatles stuff yeah kind of the classics really but it, it was more focused on like the 90s and 80s mm-hmm. kind of thing um but the first gig they gave me a cd to listen to um to just learn it that way so I just put the cd in just like oh, wow. figured out the parts like a few days before That's yeah it was great it was really really good to, Do you think to get stuck um... into it your experience with flute playing and going through the grades and everything, did that help you with your picking up the bass guitar quickly and figuring out songs? Possibly. And... Yeah, possibly. I mean, there was a period when I was playing like pop songs on the flute. I kind of got bored with the the grades and the classical stuff. Mm. So started like transcribing melodies in different parts anyway. So it did actually, yeah, lead in pretty well. Um, in terms of ear, though, not really, I guess, because it was mainly reading things. Oh, yes, all right. That um, makes sense. Which is handy, but for this, it wasn't particularly. But, yeah, the, the ear training that I was kind of doing in between definitely helped. And yeah, getting yeah. the CD helped. It was it was all by ear and all, like, on the fly, or we'd add, like, a new song quickly like on, <laughs> on the fly, so just figuring it out and just going with it. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, so when, they, when they say, we're going to play this song tonight, no rehearsal, you're just going to stand up and play and then just yeah, cling on yeah. to the end of the That's song. That's it. That's nice, though. I like I like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, when you play the same set all the time, so suddenly chucking a little bit of terror for <laughs> yeah. half minutes actually gives it a bit of life. And also, yeah, and also, you're like, it is, it is like the, it's like you know the verse, but then the chorus is coming and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden your muscle memory just kicks in. You're like, yeah, it's got to be there. And you're like, yes, I was right. <laughs> Thank God for that. That euphoric feeling of being right. <laughs> so that's uh, that was me Saturday night every song. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm going to dip in early. <laughs> in terms of equipment, mm-hmm. did you get your first? Was your first base purchase for you, or did you choose it, or did you did you have an idea where the hell you were at, or you know what I mean? It it was purchased for me. It was based on looks, unfortunately, just because yeah, yeah. I didn't know what 
what I was doing no, really. It. it was just that, based that is, on, on purely <laughs> on image. Um but I went with a Yamaha uh BB forty four, I think it yeah, was. Yeah. Oh okay. Like cool. a, a natural yeah, yeah, it was great actually. It was yeah. really good. It was like four hundred quid, which is yeah. nothing. Because it, it really served me well for a long time. Um while I was gigging, I saved up for a music man. Yeah. For, I was saving my <laughs> my cash that I got and got a music man eventually. Nice. Um so at the start it was pretty pretty modest um just because i'd not gigged before i wasn't really sure you know yeah, i, I no, hadn't well, got it. into that yet that's the yeah. learning isn't it that's what you're yeah. doing the thing no, is, yeah. 400 quid sounds like it's not a lot for a bass guitar but in real life 400 quid is a lot of money isn't it yeah well that's it you know but yeah but literally you can buy, you can spend what you want on a bass guitar nowadays yeah. you can yeah, get definitely. like a <laughs> ken smith madness 12 grand whatever you know what i mean it's they crazy. sound so great they sound oh. amazing yeah, I've really got yeah. my eye on one. I've recently bought an F bass um, oh, yeah. in Canada. Is that the one I've seen? Amazing. Did, you bring, did you bring that into the Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Lovely. I've, I've had my eye on that for so many years, so that was great. <laughs> so great. But I've had my eye on some Ken Smith. They sound so good. Are they? Like, any record I've heard with a Ken Smith, it's just really, yeah, sounds great. Can I, I'm going to do a little, um, a little side thing here. We had a guy on um, who... Mark. Mark. Mark Jones, yeah. Yeah, Mark Jones. I've been chatting with him quite a lot recently because I've been doing a lot of um, build for him. He builds, oh, God, be careful. He builds replica Ken Smith uh-huh. for like a third of the price. Uh-huh. So we're going to get you in touch with him and you should try yeah, one out. Please. You yeah. should try one out. That would be great. Thank are, you. you. We played one and they it's got were the same, incredible. It's got the same pickups. It's got the same electronics. It looks the same. It, it's it's mm-hmm. essentially the way the pickups are made by Ken Smith. Yeah. Although I think Mark's making his own now. But he is, he has. He's got his own Jones pickups. Pick, and, um, but we'll pickups. we'll put you in touch and see oh, if Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that would be great. That's sick. Yeah. He's, yeah and it's, it is. It's world-class stuff. And he's great. His builds Amazing. are great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll send, we'll send you a link. Oh, I'll send back to, to, the, to the point where myself. Ken Smith is probably trying to sue him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. On gear, you say Music Man. Mm-hmm. Why? Who, you, who did you see? Is it just the sound, the tone you were really after? Did you know about tone? Did you know about that drawl? Did you know? Did you like the? Did you hear Rage Against the Machine? Did you? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Queen as well, a little bit. Queen, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really remember what inspired that, to be honest. But it sounded great. Yeah, it was really nice. Cool. We're not yeah. quite yeah. two of them, so again, I'm a bit biased, but they, they do look cool. <laughs> they do. They do sound great. I did end up selling it because it it was only active. And I was after, oh. in the end, I was after like a passive option as well. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. for okay. more like versatility. But it sounded great. Yeah. Do, that yeah. took me through uni for sure. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And that was uni was a music degree with the bass guitar, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did, um, yeah, I studied bass guitar at the RNCM in Manchester. I imagine. Yeah. For four years. That's great. Yeah. I, I haven't done that. You haven't done that? Well, I might do it. Yeah. I, I know I'm getting, college, I'm getting a bit old. If you want to get a degree, I can sort you out. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just, give, just give me the paperwork pre-signed. Yeah, exactly. yeah so the three years, don't worry about that. With, with a little note at the bottom, he can sort of do some of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so university, how was university for you? It was good. It, a lot changed. It, the difference from, I mean, in that four years, it was a huge, huge change from starting to finishing. Um, mm. I kind of went in not not really knowing what I was doing um, and ended up sort of 
kind of in a, a good spot where I'd aimed to be. Really luckily, I managed to to do what I wanted in that time, which was amazing. Um, did you, a lot did of you it was done like, like pop session player. Was that was that your goal from the beginning? From pretty early, yeah. I think wow. when I went, I was I had no idea really when I went um, what to expect. I kind of expected to be one of the worst as well, just because it's linked to like a classical uni. So um, the standard was quite high in terms of like the whole was, package. So Yeah, can I just ask if did, for someone who's thinking of doing this, mm-hmm. is there an expected level or can you, can anyone just go and, you know what I mean? There must be some sort of, you must have some form of playability. You can't just rock up sure. like having yeah. a place for four weeks. You know what I mean? Sure. It's just a university yeah. degree after all. But is there a is there an expected level or is there a, a, for sure, an interview yeah. process? Or? There was an audition, oh, yeah, and like a, an interview thing. Um, I don't think there was necessarily sort of like a, you have to be at this level, like across the board, but you had to have like grade five theory. Okay. Um, some people didn't actually, but they had to get it later on. Wow, that's while they were there, theory. they that's had to get it. That's a good standard, grade five theory. Mm-hmm. Is, is that quite high? Yeah, it is hard. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm it, that was like. Am I knackered then? They did theory flame. lessons there, like they had theory lessons that you could do. Um, to some get people didn't. There. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so that was definitely part of it. I do think it was more. I was kind of expecting a, a pop course that would kind of help you get into the pop industry but that's definitely not what it was um which it wasn't an issue but I think for me it maybe I would have benefited a bit more if it was a bit more pop driven um it was kind of jazz driven and there was some samba stuff so it wasn't necessarily like um Jacko Jacko was talked about a lot yeah yeah yeah. that vibe yeah okay Okay. yeah which which is great and it really exposed me to a lot of a lot of different music that I wouldn't have listened to otherwise but I did find that you kind of get swept up in there's like a bubble of like what everyone's listening to and everyone's kind of listening to the same thing yeah yeah. so unfortunately I did leave behind a lot of the stuff that I did like before just I guess there's like a pressure to well kind of get into and to keep up and to learn the yeah. lessons and yeah I can imagine. sure yeah. yeah um I did kind of veer away from it kind of second year I've managed to get my degree luckily but a lot of the time was spent working elsewhere um just to make sure when I left I had some work to go into I didn't want to yeah. come to the end and then be like right I need to now decide what I'm yeah. gonna do um <laughs> yeah. I kind of wanted to Someone, use the time yeah I wanted give me to... a gig <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't, I, I didn't want that it's so much stress it's it's ideal if you can make it so it's kind of smooth um covid kind of interrupted it oh god yeah unfortunately but it wasn't too bad (laughs) managed to scrape through that um and make it through but yeah i thought it was important to try and work as much as possible and kind of go in the direction that i wanted to Mm -hmm. um but the pop thing came in maybe like second year-ish i was figuring out what i was going to do i wasn't quite sure yet um, and then I, I saw some pop session players that really inspired me, but that drove me into that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that so kind of area. The pop and pop bass playing is, is well. I'm sure we will get into this later on, but it's such a multifaceted oh, skill, wide mm-hmm. and wild. Yeah, I mean, not it's, just genre wise, but equipment wise yeah. and technique wise and everything. It's yeah. huge, isn't it? I mean, pop is such Definitely. a massive genre that to be yeah. a bass player that can encompass all that is is tricky. 
Yeah, but it's an yeah. ever change. It's an ever changing genre as well. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. um, it's, Absolutely. You know, I mean, pop's going to be different in five years, in ten years. In, in, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's an ever morphing thing, which is awesome. Definitely. Really. I mean, the the stuff that you don't necessarily you can't really teach. I think there's some of it where you have to just do it, and then you learn like the things that you need to know. Um, but there's definitely things that you wouldn't know from the beginning like the first few gigs it was kind of getting to know how it works and there's so much more as well not just the the playing's maybe like half of it and then there's the whole rest of it so yeah yeah, like gear like being on a tour bus yeah um yeah all of that stuff yeah yeah the the waiting around (laughs) yeah i imagine you know what i mean just that's the thing that kills me that's what i forgot you know i mean i I, had quite a big break from gigging recently mm-hmm. like a few years ago whatever and and then i started doing some again and i just thought oh god i don't miss the waiting around yeah <laughs> i don't it's miss brutal. that time between sound check and i don't think anyone does you know what i mean yeah so, it's, it's hard it, it feels like you're not really doing much especially on tour mm. i always feel bad because we spend so much time sat around yeah. <laughs> like there's so much time that we're just sat but you figure out how to you know like utilize it i've started Bring like practice amps and interfaces yeah. just to use all the time because there's so right. much of it as you say just sat there <laughs> yeah for sure this is it but then i guess when you're on tour maybe are you in somewhere that you haven't been before and you get to stretch your legs and have a walk and kind of yeah yeah or chicago or somewhere or... we used Absolutely, to find yeah we used to try and find the um the best kebab shop in England. Oh my God, that's a lot of kebabs. <laughs> Did you lot, find it? That's a lot of kebabs. So yeah, yeah where is the best kebab shop in England? Well, it turns out it's in it's in London. It's in Hammersmith, right next to the what's it called nowadays? It used it, it, to be the the Evan Evan. Is it the O2 of Hammersmith O2? No, it's, it was the Apollo. It was the Apollo. It was. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. It's actually. just around the corner from there. Uh-huh. Oh, it was just. Haven't you driven up there just for a kebab? One? We have <laughs> from Southampton. <laughs> Yeah, that was many oh, many damn. moons ago. But um, that's, please tell me you, you didn't wait till you got back to eat it. That's right. Like salmonella in, in the bag. No, that's it. Oh. <laughs> but you know, you grow you grow up sooner or later, don't you? I have to say, I don't think I've had a kebab sober. Don't ever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. That's. <laughs> oh dear! No, it's all good. But no, the wait the waiting around is killer. And and back in the day, I'm assuming. Like you, like nowadays, you could possibly like start a YouTube channel or something like that, and do, yeah. you know, and that use that time to, yeah, you know, totally. big, big up yourself and all that sort of yeah. stuff for want of a better yeah. phrase. Yeah, but, that's um, definitely on, day, on the list. Yeah, back oh, in the yeah, day. yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think bass players that or musicians that don't get to do the tours and see the things that you get to see are just are just fascinated by it because it's like. I don't know, it's, it's kind of something that is not really, a lot of people feel they can't achieve. So to be able to see it my, would be yeah. fascinating. My boy Joseph is a goalkeeper, football player. Um, and there's a YouTuber called Ben who... I watched one of his things last night. He's brilliant. Ben Foster. Ben Foster, he's yeah. brilliant. And if you or if you did something along those lines, check him out. If you did something along those lines, yeah. you'd be watched. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's so interesting. And it's so, you know, even... Even put the waiting around in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so it's so cool that there's all this stuff that you can do now, and like it's cool to show people, and it's great to build that network from. Yeah, there's so much to do with social media. Yeah, it's yeah. so important as well. It's it's very important to have a presence. Definitely. Yeah. Do 
you being involved with who you're current, currently involved with, um, do you feel the need still to promote yourself or are you sort of sitting back and happy to go yeah. with the flow for now or do you feel safe? I mean, and- yeah, I tend to post like my Instagram's just for work related things really it's like a professional page um so you do kind of get swept up with them and that's kind of you posting about the gigs that you're doing yeah yeah. um I do need to get more like back on the the other side of it though like promoting your own like playing and and stuff like that but it it does fall to the side a bit especially on tour just yeah yeah, it get even though we're sat around for so long (laughs) somehow it's it's so busy but and the yeah, rest of the guys in the band are good guys. Easy to yeah. hang out with, I imagine. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, it's, I'm so lucky. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. a really great tour. It's, everyone's so nice. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, it's great. Family. It's like family yeah. away from family. That's good. Yeah, yeah we've been nice on the road for so long as well. It's been pretty much since January. So that's yeah. that's so nice when because it's very like, – everything's amplified because everyone's on the bus, but everyone's great. It's so nice. That's yeah, it's lovely. Cool. That makes it a lot easier because you can be in bands where people don't get along so well, and oh, cool. it's just. Ugh. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a nice. That's a nice way to be. So, um, how long would you say that was between the end of your university and before you were playing with, or let's say, like a known artist? I guess mm. a big, a big, a big what, band. Are we being mysterious? Oh. I don't. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll let, we'll let, we'll let you drop the names. You can drop the names. <laughs> I, I really luckily I think it happened a lot sooner than I thought it would I, ca- I kind of planned it out where I started practicing like synth bass and getting the pop side of stuff together um I imagined that would happen around like 26 maybe I'd kind of planned like written out a plan of kind of what I wanted to achieve and mm-hmm. kind of a time frame that would be good um but it happened a lot sooner I planned to like practice for three years solid after uni and then move to London and then do it. But right. it happened sort of mid-uni really. Wow. Okay. Um, which was really amazing. That that was the plan, but it, it definitely felt very premature for me, which is the best way potentially is to just have it there and yeah, then less, you have to. It's possibly, oh, yeah. yeah, less no. thinking about it. It's like. It's yeah, like getting the totally. yeah, it's like needing the dentist, and they say, "Oh, we got an appointment in ten minutes," and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that sort of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, honestly, yeah, it just happened way sooner than I thought. So that really pushed me to kind of. It's really difficult to push things yourself. I feel like sometimes it's nice to have that thing that's like looming, so you have to like really get everything together. If it's on your own time, it, it can be easy to kind of just go at like a constant a constant mm-hmm. rate but luckily something came up in second year of uni with a little mix um so that pushed me pretty hard to get to a good enough standard to oh, t- tell us the story. I love the story Liv. tell us the story of this it was so it was amazing it was I got a dm <laughs> like in the middle of the summer holiday break in second year someone dm'd me on instagram um she's so inspiring to me she's called Saya gray um She's an amazing like, artist and bass player. And I'd, I'd looked up to her so much. She's incredible. Um, <laughs> and she and, just yeah, got she, in touch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, my lovely. God. It was amazing. Um, 
yeah that that's the power of of having like an online press and so it's so important yeah it's really really vital especially at uni you want to put your name out then if you don't live in london as well it's very easy to connect with people see um, i i thought yeah. flea got in touch with me but then i realized it was aiden mucking about with ai <laughs> oh I did do that yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was so like, I, I had you, it was like, you know, know, when they almost score a goal and you go, yeah, oh, <laughs> bloody Aiden again. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, you carry on. You never know. I'm sure he'll message. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure he yeah. will. At least you're prepared this time. This is it. Yeah, exactly. I'll be ready for it this time. You've had the practice run already. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden's just getting me ready for the real world, the big world. She got in touch mm-hmm. and obviously asked you a quite important question. Yeah, she didn't tell me who the artist was. She she just said, "Are you are you free for this this depth? I need a depth for this gig." And then I later, when they sent me the tracks, obviously found out who it was. <laughs> yeah. But that that was pretty wild. Going from having nothing on my yeah. CV essentially to do with that, to go into that, and the people that I met there are incredible, amazing I, people. I don't know the time scale we're at year wise, and I don't know how how big were they at this time. Were they were they massive? So they, they up and they just released their. Oh, I want to say third album. It was like so a new were, album. Yes, yeah, a massive. They um, were massive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Um, that is, that's unbelievable. It was, inc- it was so lucky, so blessed. It was incredible. Yeah, so that a- that really really like set the path really because it's very difficult to get into it. Um, but you just need like a one thing like that. I think as soon as as soon as you've got one thing on there, even if it's a smaller artist, it kind of sets like a snowball. Steps but yeah, that's it. The, the first artist is difficult. If you have nothing on the CV, just take someone that has to trust you. Yeah. Um, and give you that opportunity. Um, so, but so it kind do, of snowballed from there, really. What do you think brought you to her attention? Why Why does she pick you to be the depth? Or to, or to I have no that? idea. You've never I have asked. No idea. You've never asked. I'd be so curious. No. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, why me? Uh, yeah, I didn't even think. I guess there was no time to think about. No. It wasn't too long, so I kind of had to. I was like scrambling to. Yeah. <laughs> I went and bought a synth, like everything I needed, straight in my overdraft. Yeah, <laughs> well, the way. all the gear that I needed. Yeah, I think that's yeah. It's important to have. I think the best gear you can. Really, that's super important. Um, there's not too much time to be like sorting out levels or faffing. So it's good to have everything like ready and, and set to go basically. Um, but after that, I kind of just, now that that was on the CV and this was like second year of uni, so I had two years left before, <laughs> before no more student yeah. loan. Um, <laughs> so I just started emailing, um, doing loads of research um, and just emailing different MDs that would, doing pop artists mm-hmm. so got quite a few from there and then some of the contacts from the little mix gig passed it on to some other people which led to um some work with becky hill in the fourth year of uni which my um i told you my stepdaughter is pretty much in love with becky hill oh, she's so she's incredible obsessed obsessed with becky hill Who's she, yeah. Her, becky hill and craig david are craig david if you get to play craig david you'll become a superhero <laughs> we'll, oh that we'll, that would be amazing he, we'll, we'll, so we'll supply the cape <laughs> 
Craig, so I just the, killed to play with Craig Davis. So talk us a yeah, bit through your, uh, what was your kind of mind, what was your emotional state, I guess, during that little mix gig? Because it was a big gig, wasn't it? I mean, how did you, yeah. were, they, were you nervous or were you kind of, did you feel prepared and confident? How, how was it? Yeah, it, it was pretty scary. I, I, I guess because I didn't know what to expect fully. Um, I wasn't overly terrified. I just had no idea what to expect, but there was, I want to say like a week and maybe two weeks, a week and a half of rehearsal. So there was, there was like plenty of time in the rehearsals. Right. To well, that's good. That's good. Get everything. Yeah. Get everything together. It wasn't like a mad rush. Um, I think I, I just probably wanted to just do the best job I could. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I do remember the night before just lying awake, like, Oh God, I really hope I don't mess oh, it up. Yeah. Like there's no kind of like step up to it. It's just straight in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I hope it, I hope what, it, it goes okay. But... What, what was the, what was the gig? So it was some TV shows and then it was um, Earth in Hackney, which is super oh, yeah. nice. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was great. So it was that and then like Strictly and right. stuff like that, yes, which was amazing. Yeah, very cool. All right. Yeah, that was great. So, um, uh, so Strictly then, mm-hmm. um, is it as behind the scenes, is it as glamorous as it is in front of the camera? Or is it one of those where it's amazing in front of the camera and you, and you go behind a bit of ply board and it's just like cobwebs and brooms <laughs> it was it was and, pretty nice. and, and <laughs> gorka is nice. actually ugly in real life <laughs> <laughs> the set did did like stun me a bit because it, it's kind of all like paper like glittery paper and all right it, it looks a lot uh, i don't know i don't know am i allowed to say that it looks I don't want to slate the, the set, but <laughs> it, it just looks a lot different in person. It's it's yeah. a bit smaller than you think. Yeah. It's all um, for TV. TV magic. Yeah. <laughs> it looks amazing, like on screen, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was nice backstage because it was the BBC building. So oh, that right. was all great. Yeah. It was very nice. But you fight with, I mean, sure, you, I'm sure you found it with other TV shows. It's what you see and what the reality are so different things. And it's the scale that always gets me. TV's, mm-hmm. TV sets are tiny. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I haven't done much research. Have you played Jules Holland? Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you got I've, any? Yeah. What's that I've like? Done is, that, that... is that a similar experience? Where was that? That was in two, oh, I can't remember where the second time. Well, I did the Hootenanny. Oh yeah, I like the Christmas. What that was incredible, and then it's recorded in um, summer, is it? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, when was that recorded? I can't remember. All right, happy early? new year. <laughs> I think. Oh no, it was earlier that day. I think. Oh, oh was it? Oh, okay, it's not so bad. I actually can't remember. <laughs> Everything just goes out of my mind, That's like right. dates, and, like it's just gone. I can't remember, right. but it, it wasn't. Long, it wasn't on New Year's. New Year's yeah. As long as the song's staying there, you're doing all right. <laughs> Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't on on the countdown. It was it was pre-recorded, but um, but the rest of Jules is in Ali Pali. Yeah, that's a st- which that is, is lovely. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. It's kind of like in the round type thing. So there's like four four mm. different people. Um, yeah, it's so cool. That was really great. And that's in the main auditorium. So when I've seen the Incubus mm-hmm. in Ali Pali, it's the same room as that, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that must amazing. have been amazing. Oh, oh it was. Yeah, it was. Well, that's, yeah, it's a great venue. It's just a yeah. long way up that, up that hill, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> have you been there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been there for a musical event. I've been there for a snowboarding. Oh, okay. Jump uh, event, and um, yeah, it was still incredible. Yeah. yeah, amazing. But um, d- 
does Jules Holland run like it's filmed? Or is it loads of stops and starts and stops and breaks and Yeah, it's a couple. It's a couple yeah, of yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's not as smooth, but it's it's pretty smooth. There's yeah. there's a few, but not too many. Yeah. Not too and many. no and there's no room for mistakes. You don't get second goes. Mm-hmm. I think if if the artist wants to do another take, I'm pretty sure you can. You can. I think oh, at the okay, end. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's if cool. if you want to. Um, but the pressure's yeah, it's hard. Yeah. You don't wanna <laughs> you don't wanna mess that yeah. one up. I bet I bet it feels like live TV, I guess. That's the that's the impression I get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess you kind of just—it is difficult. It's a lot of pressure. I guess you have to just think. I'm. I just need to do my job, yeah. and then kind of just not think about it. That's it. Which is part of the whole session thing as well. Is getting used to these situations that are, can be really high pressure, but high just pressure, yeah. like zoning in on just doing your That's job. It. But this is what. And, I always get I get nervous still. I've been mm-hmm. playing since I was seventeen. I'm almost fifty, mm-hmm. and I still get nervous. And it's because I like it. Yeah, and I, and yeah. I want to do yeah. and I want to do well. And it's not until I put that bass on that I go, oh, hang on, this is what I do. What am I? Yeah. Why am I? Why am I stitching yeah. myself up almost? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So as long yeah, as you've exactly. got that vibe, and as long as you still love it, you can't yeah. go wrong. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. And you always have those off days sometimes. You mentioned earlier the. Playing is like the 50, 50% of pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The other 50% is movement, looking good, yeah. you know, doing all that sort of stuff. And then, and I can't, I thrive on that stuff. I move around way too much and to the detriment of my playing sometimes. <laughs> but on TV, I wonder if you, does your mind go there like, shit, I better really concentrate on my playing and I don't want yeah, to look like a robot, yeah. but yeah. Do you get a bit I mean, of that? So, or? Sometimes, sometimes it's mind, which is a like you've pre-recorded it and then you just mime to your own playing which is nicer nice. yeah um i'm quite bad at the movement thing i just try and enjoy it but yeah. i'm not i'm not the best at, yeah i'm quite a bad oh, so no, i'm not i'm not bad. saying i'm good at movement <laughs> I'm not, that's I'm, the thing though I you just, just have uh, to like enjoy it and just yeah. bring like the vibe even if it's a weird vibe like a weird yeah, <laughs> dance yeah, it's, it's better than it's, just, yeah <laughs> Definitely that. But anyway, that's I had good. to. I've been asked to do choreography in a sheet band, and it lasted two gigs. And I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> it does not, look cool. Not, it does look cool when everyone's uh, doing the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it looks cool when people know what they're doing. It's cool when I do. Yeah. I, look, I just look. Like, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly watches me. My wife, who's the singer, watches me and said, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> We're not in status quo, Aiden." <laughs> <laughs> doing the old dude. It does feel like that. And I'm just like, sod it, I'm not doing it. I'll let you guys <laughs> That's so incredible that your wife sings as well in the same band. That's amazing. Yeah, we're That's lucky. so yeah. lovely. It's great because we we share on fuel and we um we share in <laughs> hotel rooms as well. Yeah, brilliant. That's nice, great. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> no, that's it's good. Lovely. It gives us something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> After 20 years of married life, all we talk about is the gigs. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, what have we done? We just talked about TV. Well, I'm intrigued by oh. Becky Hill. So how is yeah, so yeah. Becky Hill the next step after Little Mix? So I'd done a few other artists in between with different MDs. And then um, the Little Mix... Uh, the the little mix MD sort of assistant. So there, there was two MDs. Um, so that's he a musical director. So that yeah, that's, that's yeah. the head, head musician essentially. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he put me in touch with Becky's keyboard player, who was looking for a bass player. 
Um, so that came from that that gig, which was probably a year ago at that point. Um, but it's just about sort of planting those seeds and making a good impression, hopefully, and doing your best. And then um, once your name's in there, it hopefully will come back up later and then you build connections with people. Again. and Yeah, network. Yeah. 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 Have you ever had to audition or tours or is it always word of mouth? Yeah, I have. I'm really not good at auditions. I really don't like doing them. I don't think anyone. Yeah. No, it's Um, like exams, isn't it? It's like it's like everything you've learned. Play it now. Yeah, it's it's so much, and and it's it's a lot of pressure because it's not only the playing, but it's also like, are you the right fit? Are you the right look? Like, it's a lot of things. I I really don't like doing them, but luckily, the the gigs that I've had, I haven't had to. Luckily. I have done some in the past, but the the ones that I have, yeah, luckily was just a word of mouth thing. Thank God, because I hate mm. doing them. <laughs> well, well, I mean, surely, surely the clips of you playing Glastonbury and the O2 and the rest of it. I mean, why do you need to audition when when you can? That speaks for that itself, is surely, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, ho- <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, because sure. I'd love to not have to audition for anything. But <laughs> I, pro- I probably will at some point. Put that out there. <laughs> yeah. No, you've mentioned them. You mentioned MDs quite mm-hmm. a lot. Is is that in all music? Because <laughs> like, is that is that a pop thing generally? Do you think, or is that? Because I'm, I'm thinking, like, um, I don't know. Like, punk, I think it's most do yeah. Pop, punk like, bands don't have mm-hmm. punk bands? like jazz bands. Yeah. It, jazz band is normally the like Miles Davis would be the MD, but it's yeah, like the Miles Davis Charlie, band, isn't it? Charlie Mingus. Whereas, correct me if I'm wrong, Liv. Whereas the MD in a pop band wouldn't be the artist. It would be right. The does their thing, and then the, the MD would be in the backing band, but with the person who sorts out the musicians and arranges the parts and makes sure. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I so think he's, he's, he's I, not like a I financial producer <laughs> at all. He's not, not. It's not that sort of refrain, is it? He's not. No. He's not producing music to make money. He's producing music for I the band. I think it comes from like a West he's paid End by thing. the band. It, yeah, it comes from musicals and things, right? I think it's anything with kind of a, a bigger scale production. Yeah. Um, okay. And session players, I guess, anything with session players. So theatre gigs, um, stuff like that, just someone to kind of rein everything in and set it yeah. in a, a specific path of what they want, um, trying out new ideas and coming yeah. up with the the intro arrangements and segues and stuff. That's right. And yeah. kind of... Like, guidance, yeah. It's, yeah. Clues in the title, musical director. <laughs> yeah, just I was just, yeah. just wondering if there was a financial side to it where... Because you get musical producers, don't you, who produce music to make money and all that sort of stuff, and uh, if they're in a similar vein to that, but they're probably paid by the band to get the band together and make it good as as it can be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes they're in the band, but sometimes right. not. Okay. Um, so Ray's MD isn't in the band. Um, he used to be, but he no longer is, so he kind of does it solely as, as that job. Cool. Um, but oh, some maybe cool. smaller scale things that will be, or not. Sometimes they they are in the band. It'll maybe be the drummer or, or usually the drummer or the bass player or keys player or yeah, I mean anyone really. But yeah. yeah. In the punk in the punk world, I imagine you if you were an MD in a punk band, you'd be also known as a musical Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Probably. like yeah, yeah, you'd be kicked out. You'd be no, kicked out, wouldn't you? It's like, it's like yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Well, I said you've got to do it, so you got to do it. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, there is, I mean, the, um, the the kind of the myth, I guess, is that they're scary people and they 
rule with an iron iron rod kind of thing. But I guess that's that's maybe that was the case. But I guess that's everyone's cool. I guess everyone just yeah, absolutely. I mean, people have very different approaches. Um, sometimes it's very laid back and they kind of leave you to it and just yeah, there's got to be some faith like there, it. isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes it's a lot more involved, or they'll send you the exact parts that they want, how they want it played. Um, and the sounds that they want you to use but oftentimes it's definitely yeah it's more they want you to bring your own like thoughts and your own approach mm. but they'll obviously change things if necessary or if yeah. they think oh, something cool. would fit better yeah so, so treat you as nice. a musician rather than just a hired, a hired yeah absolutely hired gun. yeah but everyone works differently which was cool to see um there's no one really that works the same that's good yeah so it's not it's not regimented here's the sheet music off you go you get not yeah you get a bit of free reign yeah yeah I I don't think I've ever had sheet music there was one thing where we had sheet music for it was a BBC two um like classical thing so they they took an artist and had like an orchestra backing them that that was the only time I've ever been given sheet music it's usually like yeah like mp3s um just like mock-up stuff so it's a lot of a lot of ear based who was that with the, the, the um BBC Two? That was with Ray, actually, oh, um, quite recently. Yeah. It was lovely. It was really yeah. nice. It's cool to get to play with an orchestra. That doesn't happen I very often. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, That's it was incredible. lovely. It was so, yeah, yeah amazing. I would have been like, damn, can't read music. See you, bye. Yeah, I mean, luckily, I <laughs> guess, sorry, sorry Ray. <laughs> some, some people would be given that day. It's just like hieroglyphics. What do I do with this? Yeah, what do I do with this? Yeah. <laughs> That's it's an interesting thing. Like I, I think it it depends. Like I guess which route you want to go down. Um, obviously, it can be vital for theatre shows. Not all of them, um, but pretty pretty vital for that realm. But I think it's definitely good to have. I mean, I've not used it in years, um, but it, it's good to have yeah. just in case. Or if you want to like transcribe something quickly and write it down, it's it's useful. But it's definitely something that I'm trying to maintain mm-hmm. and not let it um just go unused it's yeah, yeah very useful that is one of those skills you don't keep on top of it you can you can get left behind a little bit i think yeah yeah it's like, it like, definitely like speaking did, yeah. french or, or italian or something you, you hear about people yeah, who are fluent it's yeah. like oh, i haven't spoken it for 10 years i've forgotten most of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> luckily if, if you've done it done a lot of it it does come back to a certain extent it's, it's like oh yeah like Riding a bike and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. I've got um, one of those things called an Aiden, which is awesome. And all I've got to do is say to, on the text, oh, God, I'm struggling with this part of the song. Bang, he sends me the, the, sends me a PDF. He's already transcribed it. And I'm like, thank you. I just I should just ask pleasantly, but I just hint. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's very I'm like, subtle. I'm struggling with a bit in Dean Town. And he's like... Here it is. And I'm like, yes, thank oh, you. Oh, I just noticed the shirt. That's really sick. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. That's a great shirt. Awesome. Yeah, I love him. Oh, that's Everyone cool. Yeah, he's awesome. The, can you see the bit on the bottom? Oh, yeah, the tab. There we go. Oh. <laughs> that's great. Is that their merch? Yeah, I got. I, oh, that's my, awesome. My, my wife bought it for me as a Christmas present, I think. Oh, that's a great <laughs> present. It's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Sick. But um, he's just a guy, a guy that came out of nowhere, didn't he? Really, just like you know, the, the yeah. Wolfpack thing. They came out of nowhere. Absolutely, yeah. And so that was at the time when I was at uni. It was like pretty much all them. Yeah. For ages. Uh, yeah. 
you've probably you guys would have probably picked him up sooner because of the musical context of it. I, I think. It, yeah. The thing is, I think he's at a time right. when the the world needed a new bass hero. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. If there hadn't been one, who was the bass hero before that? Flea. Oh, yeah, that's like, that was like twenty years ago before yeah. that, wasn't it? So <laughs> people people were desperate for a, a bass player that was. Yeah, I can't think mm. of anyone else. Flea's gone. He, they're massive. They just did Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, that, for, that's yeah. For, yeah. for God's sake. You and Thundercat supporting them, which is yeah. insane. Yeah, madness. Absolutely insane. Is he a, yeah. a favourite? Is he an influence? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's incredible. Thundercat. Thundercat. Yeah, Thundercat, yeah. He's, yeah. Just, he's nuts, isn't he? Yeah, it's insane. I, I always Crazy. find, I always find that if non-musical friends send me a bass player, because they know I play bass, obviously, mm-hmm. and if they if they send me a bass player, um, it, you know, it means they must be breaking through, or they've been seen on, you know, check this guy out, or people are mm-hmm. reacting to him on YouTube or something like that. So you know, because these got people don't follow bass playing as a, as a sure, thing, but, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and my, a lot of my friends sent me. Thundercat and he just yeah know, he's just, he's broken cool. through I, I think with TikTok especially um like them changes blew up on there and changes um yeah. the, TikTok's crazy that that's really helping people like really get into like the mainstream that's good yeah it's crazy but he he's definitely broke through <laughs> broke through on there for sure and that, yeah, that gives me a nice segue to something I I really want to chat about because it was also I with him it was he did he, who did he do the tiny desk concert with Mac, Mac Miller was Mac it? Miller yeah mm-hmm. yeah yes. no, I mean that's huge as well that's amazing. Also yeah. amazing show me that all the time yeah um, mm-hmm. and you did one of those recently didn't you yeah mm-hmm. tell, tell yeah. me all about it oh that was so <laughs> it was so that's, stressful uh, it was so stressful what, what's the building it's like an office the same floor. room as Adele yeah <laughs> the same room oh. as Snarky Puppy so, that, yeah, yeah, it was wild being in the re- so it's like an office block. I think it's like their it's a news is it a radio station for them? NPR. NPR. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a yeah, like kind of like the BBC, I guess. So so it was kind of like a big office block type thing, but um it's so cool because they have offices there. So everyone that works in the office gets to watch the tiny desks. Yes. That's, oh, really? that's what the that's, that's, that's what the, the crowd's made of. It's crazy. The crowd. Yeah, yeah. That's the dream, isn't it? Oh, oh. my god. Yeah, you two in there recently. We've got you two turning up tomorrow. What? <laughs> that's the best, the best job that's desk based that I can think of. Yeah. Like getting to watch all these people, but that was so much. Pr- I was so so on edge as well because that was like the top of my bucket list. It was just on there. I never thought I'd ever do it. Obviously, um, <laughs> but it was on there. And when it came through on the email, I was yeah. It's the most the most exciting because it, it was up there on the list and I just never yeah. thought I'd even come close. Um, but just... I was having some visa visa problems. Oh no! Oh really? So but luckily it came through like the day before the cut off oh, for me to. That. Oh, that was an awful time. It was oh, awful. <laughs> I was so embarrassed about how I was. I was just like a mess for like two weeks. <laughs> no, but... I, well, I don't blame you. I think anyone would be. Go go to the states, but bad. I haven't got a passport. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was oh. terrible, but oh, luckily man. it came through just yeah, in time. Good. But yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, incredible, amazing. amazing. How how big is the desk? It's pretty tiny. <laughs> it's <laughs> absolutely tiny, tiny. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I don't Actually, know yeah. how they fit people in there. Like they it's had a four, um... <laughs> four channel Mackey. hundred and thirty nine pounds. <laughs> I just I don't know how they fit people in there. Like they had. Um, I don't know if you saw Ty Tribbett. He's like a gospel artist. Yes. 
he had like a full choir. I have no that's, idea. That's amazing. That <laughs> not a clue. Yeah, it's incredible. Did, um, but I think the Idols played in there. Yeah, know. that was yeah. so great. And like, yeah, that's totally one of the best. Can, small con- uh, containment yeah. that guy you know what I mean it's just I mean I knocked something off the shelf like five <laughs> seconds in I knocked the Kenny Beats cassette tape like off the shelf I was like oh god <laughs> already <laughs> I was like swinging the bass around I was like oh god but Smack. yeah it must be quite a moment when you walked around the corner and then that was the set that you've seen on YouTube yeah and it's like there in front of you isn't it, it was, mad that's the power wild. of the internet how yeah. like like for me Jules Holland, I mean, that's Jules Holland. That's iconic for me, Jules Holland. Mm. And then all of a sudden, these guys start doing this little internet thing and they do a few unknown bands. Then all of a sudden, Adele's on there and clapping with her gloves on and then laughing at herself because she's like, oh, God, I've got gloves on. What an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You probably couldn't hear that clapping. She's so funny. (laughs) But then, you know, and so many artists. And now, now people are lining up. Yeah. Yeah. People are lining up to play that show. It really is wild. Kind of everyone's been stood there. Like Thundercats stood there. Like Erica Badu's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it was wild. Yeah. So what else was on the, what else is on the bucket list that you've managed to tick off? To be quite honest, that was honestly genuinely the only thing that was really wow. solid on there. Yeah. Um there's red rocks as well. I'd love to red hopefully rocks. see that. Oh, yeah. That looks yeah, beautiful. That is- uh, that's one of those venues that I think it literally looks better stood on the stage than, than sat in the crowd. Oh, yeah, look yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I love. Um, well, obviously, you've got Incubus, the Incubus performance from there, mm-hmm. and, and my one of my other favorite artists is John Butler, John Butler Trio from Australia, and he's done a gig from there too. And and he is of the land, you know what I mean? He's yeah, he's, he's Australian. He thanks the Aborigines for their, you know, for the use of their land every gig he does. And and he was oh. just in awe of playing Red Rocks because it's, it's such a so beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was just those two things. So yeah, Red Rocks would be incredible at some point, hopefully, um, fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> and other than that, it was, it was more just like goals really. So yeah. it was tiny-esque and then, you know, kind of, like I'd like to produce my own music. So kind of more oh, cool. like roundabout things, nothing okay. specific. Do you, wanna, do you want to add signature bass to that list at all? Or <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might be a bit too, a bit too far-fetched. Well, you, know, hey, you never know. You never know. It's early days yet for you. So it's Hopefully. Good, right? <laughs> just, just, just approach Music Man. Are you still playing Music Man basses? I'm not, actually. I- no? The F bass kind of oh, F was a lot of money, it, yeah. so I had to sell quite a bit to, <laughs> to get that. But um, sell your soul, I have a Fender yeah. as well. Yeah, I have yeah. a jazz bass, which is kind of the closest. It's a similar configuration, so that's a good a good spare. Um, and it sounds yeah. great as well. Um, yeah, it's it's just that bass for now, really. I'd like some more, but um, I'm conscious to not blow all my money <laughs> at this point. I'm you've, gonna, got great, you've got a great mood as well, wait. haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, the sub thirty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think for for that price range, that's definitely the I think the best option for me. Um, there's like Voyagers, but they like ten grand. Oh yeah, immediately. So <laughs> the mood yeah. is perfect though for what I need. It's great. Yeah, so it's for, super useful for people coming down the same sort of route or hoping to go down the same sort of route. Mm-hmm. The finances thing is always an issue. Like mm-hmm. is. Even when you're in playing in a band the size of Ray, you know, with an artist the size of Ray, 
you're still fronting the finances for the equipment. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just, is that standard? Is that, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think it used to be so much. I think you could kind of hire your gear back to the gig, um, but that's no longer a thing or something okay. something yeah. like that. So now it's, it's yeah, you kind of have to have um, your own gear, which is why it's kind of hard in the beginning. You have to kind of work your way up to certain yes. things. So yeah. it's not necessarily about having the best stuff. It's just kind of reliable and like knowing how to use your gear um as best you can um so everything's kind of I, I guess the worst thing is kind of not knowing how to use something or not not having it where you can set levels because you want the levels to be consistent every show yeah. and everything yeah, yeah. for the whole show to be consistent um so it's knowing how to use the gear that you have but um there's definitely no need to have the most expensive like i had a um no. a novation base station for a long time which was great and that's that's a good price. You can get them secondhand easily, but I think just having reliable gear, yeah, is a great yeah a great thing if you can. But it, it's difficult. Everything's very expensive. Oh man! <laughs> but you can build it up slowly. Yeah, that's it. Is it quality <laughs> base is probably the best thing, isn't it? You know, and yeah, yeah and then I guess you only yeah. need one. Then you don't need to bring that's right a range of bases if you got yeah. a good one that does everything. And then yeah. you're totally. I always remember um, reading an interview with Flea again. We mentioned Flea and. He said that when he first started out, he scrimped and saved to buy a halfway decent base. And now that he's a multi-millionaire, people are trying to give him free shit. <laughs> he says it's so backwards. And I think yeah. that was the inspiration yeah. between his little cheap sort of flea base that he did, you know. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. So I always remember that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, God, night shift at Tesco's to buy my first Tobias, you know. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's good. It makes it worth days. it, like, and it yeah, makes exactly. it special. It makes yeah, it special right. when you've saved up for a long time. It you really look after it. Yeah, it feels like it's yours, doesn't That's it? It's it. mine. <laughs> and then you build because I think I really do believe you build a connection with an instrument. That's right. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. to, and it's just given to you for free. It's just, it feels disposable. Almost yeah. to a detriment, where I can't stop using this beat to shit bass that I've got, and I really should change it up. <laughs> and I'm constantly on the search for something. New, but it just... the amount of sweat you poured into that. Oh I think my it's, god! I think it's literally fifty percent you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's hammered. Headstocks, the head snapped off. It's been repinned. It's just hammered. That's nice. So it gives it character, and yeah, oh, yeah, made yeah, it for so long. That. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. So tell, tell us a bit more about the tour you've just come off. Yeah, that it's been amazing. It's been since January, so. We did a Lewis Capaldi support tour at the start. It's been a few wow. different tours, but it feels like one long tour because it was kind of tour mm -hmm. after tour. Yeah. Um, no so we break. did, yeah. I mean, there's been like a week here and there, but that's great for me. I'm I'm really happy to be <laughs> to be sort of doing it full time, pretty much. Um, so we had Lewis Capaldi support tour in January. That was UK. That sounds pretty um, massive. How was that? That was so great. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> awesome. He's, it was, it was big venues. Um, it was like a UK arenas, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. What, 10,000 a night? Easy. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I actually don't know. <laughs> it's hard and to gauge, possibly, isn't it? Possibly. Yeah. Some, some things, <laughs> like, but yeah, they feel less scary as well because everyone's so far away. It's, it's <laughs> actually more nerve wracking doing like medium 
that stuff where oh, you can see people. You can't really see anyone. Are you done with the gigs where people are spilling beer on your pedal board? <laughs> you, just, you don't have to do those ones anymore. I would <laughs> love to. I, I'm definitely, um, <sighs> I just like gigging. I, I'm looking forward to doing functions it's again. It's been ages since I've done any. Yeah. So, yeah, just any kind of gig is nice. It's nice to yeah, mix it. it up as well and do different yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. So after Lewis, we went to America for Ray's own tour. Um, oh, God, I actually don't remember what we did after that. And then I think we came back to the UK and did a Europe and UK tour with Ray. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then we went back to the US to oh, do wow. another support. And then we came back to the UK and Europe to do another support, which was at the same um, arenas um, with an American artist. So... It was Cali Uchis in America, and then we did Scissor in in UK and Europe. Oh wow! Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. Yeah, it was very it's, sick. It's just nuts. This is brilliant. So all all of these. <laughs> yeah. Is there any gig that on the tour that particularly stands out for you for either the playing or the atmosphere or the kind of the yeah situation or I feel like a pop like, out moment. Yeah, I feel like Canada has been amazing every single show. All right. For some reason, Canada's just always amazing. Like yeah, everyone's Canada's just ma- so up for it. It's just majestic. Full yeah, stop. it's it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> the, it's the place you know, that everything about the people are lovely. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Everything, yeah, and then Ireland is always amazing as well. That's the same thing. Everyone's ah, just that's good. Like ready to go <laughs> immediately. Up, yeah, up, up for it. Yeah, but all of them have been incredible. There's not been any any bad. We've done so many shows. They do tend to like mush into one big show but yeah. yeah everything's been really nice luckily it's been amazing that's lucky so what was next what's what's coming up after this um, little break of yours? so we have some festivals um until i think mid-september and then we go back to america and then back to europe and then australia and then that's yes. oh, wow. that's from there i'm not sure but yeah have you been to australia yet no i haven't i'm very excited right, well <laughs> Carl spent 10 years in Australia. When when you oh, say wow. people are up for it, Australians, I'm hoping they don't let me down now. Oh, <laughs> not not that they're my people or anything, but <laughs> the gigs I went to when I was there, everyone is oh, itching no. for. Because I think they were starved for a very long time mm-hmm. of any form of music. And yeah. um, then all of a sudden bands, when, when the internet started not making sales musically and CDs mm-hmm. stopped selling because everyone's streaming, Right, bands mm-hmm. had to bands had to gig more, and they started coming cool. to Australia, and everyone was so keen, and oh, they were like, "It was amazing. so you're gonna have a great time down there. It's great." Oh, I can't wait. Did you live there for a while? Yeah, lived lived there for uh, ten, almost ten, bit ten and bit years, whatever. Oh, it was. wow. Yeah, so, yeah you 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 like it over there. It's good. Oh, amazing. Really, really, really music driven over there. Great. Loads and loads of cool venues. Do, oh, do you know where you're playing? Do you know where the tour goes in Australia? I'm not sure yet, actually. I'm, no. <laughs> I'm not sure. Have you been, been to those venues? Like, oh, maybe, yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. There's some great venues over there. Oh, uh, amazing. St Kilda and all that. So, yeah, you, you'll, you'll find it nice. It's oh. a nice place. And the weather will be with you, hopefully. I hope so. <laughs> Unlike now, July and UK. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's summer. So yeah. What are we, what getting, are we living in? getting rained on while I'm gigging. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I saw um, the Royal Albert Halls on your list as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that is. I think that's since early September. Yeah, that's a live album recording. Is it? Yeah, that'll be incredible. Um, I have actually. I I did a show with um, a singer called Cat Burns. 
think oh, last yes. year now. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. We okay. we did a, an event there. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Well, uh, a lot of people, is it do you think it's the prestigious nature of the venue that people film and record there or is it set up mm. for that? Is it, is it I think I don't know. possibly I both, I think. Might have to ask ask you that after you've played there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I possibly think, I think both. I think it's both, yeah, and I think it just looks stunning, and it's yeah. world renowned. Because I have, I have had the opportunity to stand on that stage before, and when you look up, it's so tall, isn't it? Yeah, it's like you're, yeah. it's like you're stood inside a coliseum. I do remember Ben Harper uh, playing there with the Innocent Criminals years ago. Mm. I went to see him, and he walked out on stage, and it was just silence for ages because he was just looking around, just taking it in because wow. he's that sort of chap anyway. Yeah, and he was just, and he was on the verge of tears. I think it was a oh. highlight. You know what I mean? Because amazing. I think Americans hear about it. It's the Royal Albert Hall. You know what I mean? It's such a big deal, and you know, yeah, and the Queen, and so he, it was lovely for him to sort of achieve one of his goals. Obviously, you yeah, could see it happening. You could, you know, that's so, that's always like so that. beautiful when that happens to artists. You can see them just taking it in. It's lovely. It is amazing. And then I had to shout at someone. Why? Because they were chatting through my favorite song. Oh, that's that's not. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I spot I spoiled the moment. Anyway, moving on. So when so when you play these big arenas, would I be right in thinking that actually the bigger the arena gets, maybe your rig gets a bit smaller? Maybe it's more precise and dialed in rather than just plug into an amp and turn it up. Yeah, definitely. So I haven't been using an amp actually, unfortunately. Um it's kind of preferable to just DI. For the right. most part, um I've just bought a noble actually, which I'm very excited oh, to wow. start using. <laughs> Well, that was a painful, a painful purchase. It's so expensive. I was thinking about it for weeks. I had the page like check out ready, and I was just staring at the button like, "Oh, did it take long to turn up?" Because I, I hear there's a waiting list sometimes. Are there's a massive waiting list. Well, I got a rush order because I wanted to take it away with me, so that was extra, <laughs> extra like <laughs> load of money. So did I was you, thinking about it. Did your um, bank manager give you a ring? <laughs> It was awful. Um, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but um, I'm excited oh, for that. They, they yeah. sound incredible. So that'll. Oh, yeah. but my, it's actually my a DI. Is... It's a DI that sounds different to another DI. That's the thing. As, yeah. yeah. Often, often a DI is just a DI, isn't it? But yeah. A, a noble does. <laughs> it no, sounds yeah. a good a good five percent better than any other DI, and that extra five percent is needed. I'll take it. Nice. I'll take it. No, so so no effects or no preamps or anything. It's or is it just. Well, it, it started a, a little, I mean, I usually have an OC, OC2 and then um, what else did I have on there? Like a compressor. And then I have like a multi-effects thing just in case I get in somewhere and they want something maybe niche or specific or like mm -hmm. a chain that I can't achieve with just loads of pedals. So I have a multi-effects thing, um, but I have kind of whittled it down as it's gone along just to keep the signal chain as short as possible. Yeah. And then also just to eliminate any kind of, if there's like a redundant pedal, just get rid of the cables. Just so it's super quick. Cause often when exactly. you're supporting, there's like no time barely yeah. to sound check. It's just a line check. So it's Go, nice yep. to have it as concise as possible. So there's kind of no room for anything to, to not be the, the same as it was. Even in the big venues, there's still little time with that. Yeah, 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 wow. definitely. Yeah, so it's nice to kind of have everything as concise as possible. So you can just plug it in. It's going to be exactly the same. Um, so and there's when no, there is like, an issue, when there is an issue, there's no 
oh my god I've got to check 30 yeah. giant cables I'm, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah yeah and the stuff I've ditched along the way so um I have a volume pedal just for like swells and just to make it more clean um but that's yeah that's kind of ended up going I've just got rid of anything that's not necessary so it's boiled down to just like my tuner the multi-effects thing and that's kind of it at the moment um it would be nice to have a bigger board maybe for some stuff that's a bit more experimental that's always nice but but mm. if it's a very they want like a consistent sound throughout the show really so there's not much change for me so you're not yeah. allowed to break out any envelope filters or no <laughs> unfortunately not that, that chorus sounded a bit quacky <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> couldn't resist <laughs> So well, best of luck, best of luck with your tour and everything. Thank you very much for um, spending the. Thank you so much. It's been such no, a pleasure. It's been good. It's been really. Uh, yeah, it's so nice to chat to you. Thank you for having me. So yeah, best of luck with everything. I hope it goes really well for you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And I'm desperate to come come and see you on the next UK tour of Ray because what? Um, oh, that would be great. That That'd band looks like so much fun to be in. It's amazing. It's very fun. Yeah, I'm very lucky. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's great. No, awesome. Love it. Well, have a good rest of the evening. And Thank you. You guys too. Soon. Thank Take you. Take care. Soon. Bye. You Bye. too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. I'm just dead tough for it. That's a dream come true, essentially, isn't it? Yeah. She's um, not denying she hasn't worked hard and all that sort of stuff, and she obviously set her heart on something and pursued it, but and then possibly got a little bit lucky with the the contact through the dms yeah well it's obviously because and then people don't know you're there unless you put yourself out there exactly so, so she would have done the yards there. the hard yards before that yeah. to, you know for someone to have recognized the ability that she has good on her yeah brilliant um it, it just shows uh, yet again there's so many different paths in um, having a musical yeah. career we had nia yeah with her you know there's so many different attributes to having exactly. a musical career exactly you know Yours is different again. Yeah, you know, it's, it's um, it's brilliant. It's um. So Ray will be on tour soon. Yep. And you want to see Liv doing her thing? I suggest you get tickets. It's gonna be Are great. we going to link any of her videos? It's probably sold out by now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to link any of her videos? Or we should link to Tony. Depp. Oh yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. Yeah, find the YouTube stuff. But, yeah, there'll be links. But the thing yeah. is, there's such a big artist. You could just type it in and it'll come up. Yeah. So yeah, that's really really good. Good and and yeah. for her to be as down to earth as she was still. You know what I mean? Like some people could get caught up in that and I'm, yeah. you know, but she was just, yeah, just yeah. nice. Yeah. Easy to chat to. Lovely. Today, my wife says, let's get a, let's get a tent. Let's get, let's do, let's oh, get a nice thing. Right? And let's, let's try some camping or something. Let's just get away a bit more like that. Camping. Okay. Okay. And so I've been thinking about camping all day. And I, and I, so I've just typed into Google, um, camping lyrics. Cause I, <laughs> cause I can't think of any of my own. <laughs> And this is what's come up. This is come the whole up. subgenre. Really and I just about. read what's come up. <laughs> Camping lyrics. And this is what's come up. Okay. This is the entirety of a song someone has written about camping. Oh, my God. And I'm going to sing it somehow. Okay. Right. Um, what kind of vibe do you want? I don't know. Vibe? Whatever. Camp. It's, it's short. I'm giving you that now. We're gonna go, I'm going to go jazzy. Okay. School is out. It's summertime. <laughs> Pack 
go for a ride We are going camping So very, very happy Camping time It's camping time Camping time right now. <laughs> and then the best lyric of the whole song. The tent. <laughs> tent. <laughs> That's it. That's the second verse. Hold on, I've got to do the second verse again. Tent. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Maybe there is a bit more. Different sort of camping, and I'll sing along. I'll go camping in my room. I've got plants for trees, I've got a fire in my jar, and that's all right for me because into camping in my room. My room. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Donald Trump here. I'm sure you weren't expecting to hear me at the end of this episode, but I simply couldn't resist making an appearance. I'm thrilled to announce that Harry Younger has ingeniously turned an improvised song from a recent K&A podcast episode into an awe-inspiring rock band version, an absolute masterpiece. Don't miss out on this fantastic musical experience. Here it comes, folks. Take a listen and let's make Carl and Aiden's songs great again.
Sway, sway.